So today I would like to continue to talk about Donald Trump and, and the presidential election of 2020 because as things continue to move on, we see that this election, in, a, in some people's minds, is not over. This election is still going on. Trump has continued to push for different types of legal efforts to erase the results of this election. He has continued to push against all of this. He's going to Michigan and talking to the House Speaker and Senate Majority Leaders to figure out if they can come up with some unique way in which they can say these votes in Detroit don't count. Now in Detroit, that's of course a very, very, very democratic city. So if we can get Detroit not to count, we might swing the entire state. But how do you convince people that an entire state does not count? How do you convince that, you know, all these people that all these things are different? You do it through the propaganda. Donald Trump started explaining that this election was going to be a fraud back in April. He started accepting that mentality and convinced his people and his his followers that this was the truth. As he continued to push and convince his followers and everybody in his camp that, hey, guess what? This is fake. This is fake. This is just like everything is fake news. This was a fake election that the United States had nothing. You know, we did everything wrong. There is no such thing as a real vote in this election unless that vote was for Donald Trump. The only person who tried to steal this election was Joe Biden. It had nothing to do with Trump trying to steal anything or try to take anything. As he continues to fight this battle, there's, you know, you fight this battle and you continue to keep going and the evidence just is never coming out. The evidence isn't real. The evidence that this camp has put together to continue to push back against this is just as, you know, made up as possible. So today what I want to look at isn't necessarily the idea of Donald Trump trying to push these agendas around so that he can hopefully win some type of thing. What I want to talk about today is what is the future of the Republican Party hold? Because the future of the Republican Party has to make a decision. Are we going to be like Donald Trump and continue this agenda that has been pushed out there? Are we going to continue fighting against the people who have given us the most? Are we going to continue persecuting Americans because of their beliefs? Are we going to continue to say that we have done the most for black America, which we know isn't true since Abraham Lincoln? Are we going to continue to keep this spirit of divisiveness and separation? And that's looking at the bad sides of Trump. That's not looking at all of Trump. There are things that Trump has done that people universally agree with, but they're so outweighed by the negative aspects of everything that he keeps pushing. Trump is a extremely intelligent man who had one who has one fatal flaw. He can't take no for an answer. It's why partisan politics has stopped. It's why everything else has stopped. It's why he promised to push a stimulus package in right after, right after everything, right after the election, and he didn't because he assumed he was the winner. 
or that we were too busy being robbed of our right to vote as the United States, when in reality it's not even that we are that we are being robbed our right to vote. We're being people are being told that basically even if you did vote for Joe Biden, that it doesn't matter. Georgia went back and they said, listen. We are a, a, a traditionally Republican state. We have a Republican Secretary of State. We have all these things that say that we should be voting for Trump, but we didn't. And their Secretary of State comes out and says, the numbers don't lie. Joe Biden won. We're going to confirm that today. And we keep pushing and fighting this there, and you know, we keep talking about how the results are going to be certified, and somehow Donald Trump wants to go by and take away your one true principle and your one true idea, that one true fault that they, that we have, that we have the right as the people to make the change. We have the right of the people to decide who is next for us. And if the people, if you don't agree with the people, I'm really sorry that that happens, but we all have to deal with people who don't agree with what we say, and we have to find a way of doing things. We all have brothers and sisters and husbands and wives that disagree with what we've done, and you have to find a way to move on. You don't just walk out on your family because you disagree with something that has, you know, has been pushed on or pushed forward. We have all these different ideas that go along, and we keep sitting there going, "Oh, well, what about this? What about that? And what, you know, what about this law that Trump has violated, or that Biden has violated? What about this one guy in, let's say, Oklahoma City who voted illegally? That one guy hasn't changed in this election, and we still are talking. You know, we are now on November twentieth. We are two weeks post this election." And we're still talking about it. We're still talking about who, and, and but now we're talking about it in a different light. We're talking about it in this idea that Donald Trump is now preventing Joe Biden from, you know, taking over certain things. He's preventing Joe Biden from, you know, learning about about these different aspects that uh, you know around around our country that really have it. So at the end of the day, it came down to several states that we really want to look at. Let's look at Arizona. They're recounting right now. It's cool. Arizona, the, the lead for Biden has changed. It's up to 11,000. Chances are, even if there's a mistake, you probably didn't make an 11,000 vote mistake. I mean, I would hope not. Let's look at Georgia. 12,000 is what it's going to come down to. Again, I hope you're not making a 12,000 know, vote mistake. If you look at Nevada, another one that was closely contested, we're looking at 34,000 people in the vote. Michigan, 150,000 votes that we think we're going to get overturned. You know, um, I don't know if Wisconsin's on this list here. I don't see it, but... All of these states are just proving to not be as close as we all thought. You know, we wanted to say more. We wanted to believe that this. Let's look at Wisconsin. There it is. Wisconsin, 20,000 votes. 
been consistent since day one. Still counting, technically. Pennsylvania. Let's see where that one is. Pennsylvania. Oh, about 80,000 votes. This is the way of the world. This is the way it has worked. Donald Trump has failed the people in his base or has alienated the people in his base enough to where they didn't vote. Now, when everybody talks about the voter fraud, let's just look at logic. Traditionally speaking, in this whole pandemic idea, Donald Trump supporters would be the ones who refuse to wear masks, who refuse to social distance, who refuse to vote by mail because it's, that's not constitutional in their eyes, which is a fraud and a lie in itself. Joe Biden voters have been the ones that have done those things. So if Joe Biden voters are the ones that are doing those things, of course their people voted by mail. And in the states where they counted their mail their mail in ballots overnight, second after those, yes, Trump had a huge lead in Pennsylvania. And it disappeared because we counted the mail in vote. Don't Joe Biden was taking in 70 to 80 percent of mail-in votes throughout the country. That is a consistent number everywhere. It's not fraud. It's that the Democratic people thought about the coronavirus that way, while the Republican people followed their president and denied its, its existence. It's not fraud to believe that, yes, 130,000 people can get together and actually fight against this cause. This cause that is the United, that is the the fake United States of America that we have pushing through with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's legacy that I talked about last week is disappearing because of Donald Trump's actions, not because of anybody else's. And this continuous, this continuing view of being childish and refusing to accept no as an answer is only hurting the entire Republican Party, because the. The Republican Party now has to decide, do they agree that everything needs, that your vote doesn't matter? Or does the Republican Party now have to make a different decision and go against its unofficial leader and Donald Trump? I don't know where this party goes in the future. Honestly, John Kasich has done an amazing job of making himself look very good post the, 20, the 2016 election. In my honest opinion, I hope that the Republicans find a way back in. Not because I am a Republican, but because we need at least two parties in this country to make it work. And the Democrats versus the Socialists are not going is going to lead to more outcry amongst the people than we really want. On that note, everybody, I hope you all have a wonderful and fantastic day. Um, now that I am going to be working from home, I will probably be posting more episodes. They'll be quicker. Um, so just keep giving feedback and letting me know how I'm doing. Have a good rest of your day. Goodbye.